I've done my research, so no one can call me out on this. <laughs> I now know for a fact I am not into sounding. Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. (laughs) Yeah. Matt, before we proceed, I think you should play the Dick News jingle. Long prick the second soul about dick, it's dick news. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, your, your dick might not have been somewhere interesting, but Luke's has. We're opening this week with some dick news, and by opening, oh, I mean opening, opening his dick. Luke's urethra. <laughs> yep, and it's exactly how it sounds. So I went in. Is <laughs> that why they call it sounding? Because it's just yep. like it sounds. Yeah. What is like sounding? Exactly like it sounds. <laughs> sounds like this. <laughs> is that the noise you made, Luke? <laughs> Nearly. I held it in. I tried to be strong. Oh, A lot of people held my dick this in. week. <laughs> and not everyone was to do with the uh, the procedure. No, we no. had to show people the results. <laughs> yeah. They put a camera here. I get there and they go, look, we can put you under. Mm-hmm. But if we put you under, you're going to be here for a few hours after the procedure. Oh. Or we could just jam it in there. We could do it under a local. We could do it in the cab on your way home. (laughs) We give you a local and you'll be out within like 15 to 20 minutes after the procedure's done. And I'm, look, I just want to get it over and done with and get out. I don't so know I which one them. was the right answer there. I was going to say that would not be my attitude if it was if something was going into my dick. Like just get it in yeah. there, get it in there. Yeah, Slap that's right. There. Look, you know, like you'll feel everything, but it'll be over forty five minutes quicker. Yeah, yeah, but it was going to be hours, and I just wanted to get home, play Xbox, and not think about it anymore. Mm-hmm, that's fair. Mm-hmm. So, have you peed since then? I have. Yeah, I figured it's been a it's been about it a week. Burned. Have you ejaculated? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I'm nervous. Yeah, I would be too. Mm. But so they start off with they get like this needle syringe thing and they go, they just put a bit of the numbing agent on the oh. top of the penis. Just on the top. Okay. And just on the top. Just they just squirt they it, rub the top, it down. Yeah. They just yeah. rub and it then, down then, with then this go, numbing agent. Okay. And now we're going to stick this in and make it all numb. And I'm sort of like, is there anything to make it numb before you do that part? That'd be ironic though, wouldn't it? If if you got turned on by the nurse rubbing the numbing agent on your dick, <laughs> but at the same time as you being turned on, it started to become numb. Right. Yeah, trust me, there was nothing sexy about this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll bet, man. I can't even imagine. The doctor doing the procedure was quite attractive. Okay. Yep. Was he? McDreamy. <laughs> she. <laughs> no, she, I'm, being, I'm being a fake misogynist. <laughs> and then there was nurses. And, yeah, but, yeah, there was there was no risk of anything becoming aroused during this time. <laughs> well, not not from you anyway. Yeah. Not from me. Not I like that, what was going not like on that video I saw on Pornhub where the guy gets the, uh, gets the camera <laughs> shoved out there. That, that was quite different when I was doing my research. They, so they do the numbing stuff, and then they put the camera in, and the camera was not as small as I was expecting. Oh. Well, because also they, you said they they numbed the tip, but I mean the camera's got to go right in there, doesn't it? Well, no, that then they, they numbed the tip, and then they put the needle syringy thing in. I didn't watch this; I just oh. went off what they told. They put they put that in, and then put the it numbing agent numbs inside. as it goes. Oh my uh. god! Then they put the camera, and the camera was not small. <laughs> How not I was small. told it was small. I knew it wasn't gonna it was not gonna be small enough, but it was like They showed you at first. Not quite a centimeter. Oh, oh Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah. No. Oh, Luke. Oh. That's that's and then I got to I so I didn't look down what they were doing, what they were doing, because I just did not want to see. Where did you look? I looked at the video and I could <laughs> they see They put a video on. I could see no the video of the camera, so I could oh, see what I the camera it was, like was Toy seeing. Story Four or something. Did you see it go in? Like, like yes. Oh, oh. wow! So the camera was on before <laughs> it went into your dick. So you saw yep. your dick coming straight at straight at it. <laughs> yep. Oh man! Wow. Did they? Can okay. they give you a copy of this? 
Because I think I this don't needs know. to be. I just wanted to get out. And I'll, I'll, I'll incorporate this into a film one way or Instagram. another. Instagram.com <laughs> slash multiple nerdgasm. If you want to but see. But there are good news. Nothing wrong with my bladder. Well, that is okay. Good. My dick is fucked. Is that what they were? Yeah. Bladder. No, but your dick is probably almost a centimeter thicker now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It gave me more girth. <laughs> yeah. But at what cost? <laughs> so yeah, that that happened. Wow. But yeah, I I don't know how people could get that done and then go. You know what? I'm going to do this for fun. Hmm. No. Uh No. Not for me, probably. Because here it is, Urban Dictionary, urethra sounding, the act Mm. of shoving, stuffing an object down a male's urethra, the hole at the tip of the penis, normally for sexual pleasure. Normally. 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 No, it's not normally for that. No, no, it's not a sex thing. I just like it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like getting a back massage. It just feels good. Uh, Luke, uh, I'm assuming you were flaccid. During the procedure, <laughs> yes, yeah, no, because I thought there's there's probably an, a certain advantage oh, to being erect, sure. Okay. You know, so I I wondered whether they would induce an erection. Actually, I think it would be worse to be erect during it, because I'm thinking if you're hard, there's not as much flex. It's not as flexible. Yeah. So with it being flaccid, it's probably easier for them to maneuver. Does it? Do you want it to be flexible? I want it to just slide in like on a rail. I don't. I, 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 don't, I don't need it to be like trying to get itself around corners. Well, that's it needs to get around corners because that's what it's doing. It goes Ugh. in, and then the camera moves in different angles. And okay, I well, think it would be harder if it was hard. So, <laughs> by definition, yeah. <laughs> so it didn't see anything. It didn't like the no, camera. No. I mean. <laughs> no, camera didn't say anything it didn't like Oh, good Good That good. is good, that is good. Yeah. I mean, the last thing you want when you've had something that's almost a <laughs> centimetre wide shoved up your dig is, oh, it's not good news Yeah Because yeah. they've got to, now got to put one of those those claw things up there to get whatever it is out So I assume that's how it oh. works uh, I, I assume so as well So thankfully they didn't find anything that they need to take out with a claw Oh <laughs> Yeah, I think any medical procedure where they say we're going to need a claw is something that's going to terrify yeah. me. Yeah, I mean the tweezers. Let's get them in there. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need to leave the camera in so I can see what the tweezers are doing. So make some room, <laughs> yeah. Mister uh, Mister Alderson. <laughs> make some room. <laughs> make some room. Yeah, if you could just widen your urethra for me. <laughs> oh, of course. Wider. <laughs> Certainly, doctor. Say ah. <laughs> But yeah, so the, the, that'd be terrifying. The, did anyone make any comments? Uh, you know, did anyone say like, "Oh, you got a got a nice dick" or anything like that? <laughs> yeah. No, that didn't. No. no. So they either <laughs> didn't like my dick, or or they're just not allowed to say. Probably that they're not. allowed to If you can't to say. say something nice, don't say anything at all. No, I think they're probably just not allowed. I think they've been. Warned. Yeah, because that would probably make it awkward. One woman would did it? gasp. <laughs> Imagine if just before like. A microsecond before they put it in, the doctor was like, got a really nice dick. <laughs> like, I, I think it would distract you just enough for just that moment of entry. Well, like they'll lift up the sheet and then one of the nurses just faints. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know if that's a good or a bad thing. Yeah. They probably should try and incorporate that. <laughs> People feel a little bit better. Bit of acting. Yeah. Speaking of. Yes, we've got a we've got a professional actor on the show. Well, from what I hear, no, I'm still waiting for my check from that ad. <laughs> Pre-professional though, uh, <laughs> listeners, for those of you who don't know, Luke uh, goes to drama school now. Yes, I had my mm. first a f- real lesson tonight, like legitimate, like undergrad drama school, learning things. Just a certificate for. That's still a fucking certificate. This is not just something that happens down at your local fucking scouts <laughs> well, you, hall. You know, pretend to be a tree for an hour a night. Yeah. <laughs> in spandex. Which is what I did in drama school when I was a kid. <laughs> I was very good at it. Yeah, so I've started tonight. Um, I haven't really learned anything yet. <laughs> Nothing well, at I all. I probably am, but I don't know. I learn strange. You learn secretly. 
No, no, no. I, I think he's right. I think this is going to be like uh, the Karate Kid, where they teach oh, sure. you in a whole bunch of covert ways. Yeah. So he'll be doing all these challenges, and then on the night they'll just be like, do a play. And he'll be like, I don't know a play. And they'll be like, don't you? <laughs> Wax on. <laughs> Wax off. Use the acting, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, there's no, I have to do monologues in a scene for this term. Wow. And then next term we're doing film. Oh, I know. There's a very good uh, monologue that a kid did in my high school that you might be interested in, <laughs> uh, where he <laughs> got raped in an alleyway. That was so. Uh, I uh, I obviously love that story, and I've I've yeah. told and retold that many times. Um, <laughs> I told it recently at a dinner party um, to what I later realised was the wrong crowd. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh no. I, I'm well, there. Like usually, this story gets a lot of laughs. I mean, listeners know yeah. what we're talking about. I'm sure, but uh, imagine saying that story and just people are just looking at you, and you're like pants down, pretending <laughs> to get raped in the ass. <laughs> yeah, and nobody's laughing. Well, that yeah, that is always a concern. I mean, that's a concern in general for me. Is <laughs> that any of my anecdotes are going to go over that way? Because I hang out with you, assholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, an echo chamber of debauched laughter. Yeah. Uh, speaking of dick news, and then it just goes quiet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Luke, you did say that a number of people have seen your dick this week. Uh, yes. No one in the drama school, I'm assuming, has seen your <laughs> no, dick yet. No, no, no. <laughs> because I've heard that at some drama schools, the first task they give you on the first day is to strip completely nude and give a monologue in front of the class, and it's to root out anyone from the... Uh, from the class who's not serious about acting. Just because you don't want to get naked in a room full of people doesn't mean you're not serious. <laughs> That's my thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. a great quote. It's very quotable. Mm. But for me, yeah, enough people have seen it. It doesn't bother me. No point trying to hide it. In, in other words, no point trying to hide it. Jesus. No. <laughs> I think it's the law that you've got to hide it. You don't make <laughs> pants big enough. I've tried. So what have you guys been up to? Anything interesting? Because, yeah, uh, that's all I've been up to. I watched a few things this week. I caught up on some stuff, actually, and, uh, and quite, uh, ti- I guess, timely, not intentionally, mm-hmm. but timely, because a couple of the films I watched this week got a cheeky mention at the Academy Awards last night. Ooh, what have you watched? Well, I watched- uh, I-, I assumed you watched Little Women then, did you? <laughs> Winner of Best <laughs> Costumes. I didn't. I didn't. I uh, I watched like honestly, the movie wrapped up, and then it won best picture. I watched Parasite last night. Parasite's great. I have uh, not heard about this until today, where I found out it won. What is it? Uh, it's a South Korean film. Um, Need about- we say more? <laughs> uh, it's it's different. Also, you, it's- you don't have to say South Korean. You can just say Korean. Oh, that's fair. There's Korea, and then there's North Korea. <laughs> All right. It's a Korean film. Mm-hmm. Normal Korea. <laughs> Regular um, Korea. <laughs> um, it's about- Jesus, what is it about? It's about poverty, I guess, technically. Uh, mm-hmm. I try to think what to say, to be honest. I didn't know Matt's, a lot going Matt's in. Matt skipped the fucking plot and gone straight, straight to the themes. I love it. <laughs> oh, well, it's about a family- that uh, that I mean that, that's what it's about, right? They're poor, that's, and yeah. then and then it's about how they try and um, is it spoiler to say Not be poor? Well, they all, it's kind of like a scam, I guess. They're trying to get jobs. It's been out more than two weeks. Go for it. All right, fine. So it's about a, a poor family who stumbles into what well, the son stumbles into a job working for a rich family, and then they come up with this plan to get everybody in the family jobs working for this rich family and things go quick things quickly spiral out of control mm-hmm. hijinks happens yeah sort of yeah and then you find out that that other weird stuff has already been happening so is it a comedy <laughs> yes exactly no it's not a comedy <laughs> it's got some it does have some funny moments but it's not a comedy is this a movie i would watch it's it's not a comedy but it is very funny Yes. Until it suddenly isn't. <laughs> yes. Until you realise that uh, that it's it's actually trying to 
say something. Uh, That's not a film for me, then. No, oh. you might like this, Luke. It's it's very clever. Yeah, but I'm going to have to read. Oh, that's true. Uh, there's not a lot of dialogue in there. I feel like you could get the gist of it without it without reading if you wanted to. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe you need to read sometimes, mm. but uh, it's not it's not dialogue heavy. I, it I is very good. Like most most of the times when uh, something wins like an Academy Award, I know it's not a movie I find interesting. <laughs> well, this is the first foreign language film to win ever. So yeah, which is pretty amazing. It is. And people are already yeah. uh, saying some uh, nasty shit about it on the internet. So thanks, internet. Really? Oh, oh, that's great. That's great. You know, uh, they sold this. Uh, they sold the rights to this to Netflix a few weeks ago, and I bet they're kicking themselves now. <laughs> yeah. Well, he not only it won uh, it won best picture, but it also uh, the director won best director, and it won best screenplay, right? Mm-hmm. And best foreign language film as well. Oh, that's so- right. Yeah. Fucking so, cleaned yeah, up. And it, and it'd have to be a given that it got best foreign language film, we've got best picture, because otherwise it'd be a little something wrong there. <laughs> you, you yeah, yeah, best yeah. picture, but not best, best, like, best overall, but there was one that was better. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you see who won best actor? I did. I did, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. No surprises just- there. Phoenix. Man, go well, for it, man. Give it to him. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying happy. it's a bad thing. I think he did great. People were a bit, a bit annoyed about it. I think just because. Yeah, I'm sure they are still alive. Don't don't take Joker too seriously. I don't think. (laughs) Yeah, but but the uh, thing is, Joaquin Phoenix really, really does, and that's why he got the award. I saw Justin McElroy tweeted. Well, he certainly did the most acting. (laughs) 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 I was like, oh, all right. Oh, fuck off. Fuck off, McElroy. <laughs> you know, I watched uh, I watched a movie called M the other day, which is directed by Fritz Lang, and it's- oh, yeah. uh, Is that a James Bond spinoff? No, no. <laughs> predates James Bond by about 35 years. It's a, it's a oh. German expressionist film about a, a child molester. Oh. And, um, but there's a scene where the killer, who's played by Peter Lorre, is hmm. looking at himself in the mirror, and then he puts his fingers in his mouth and uh, mm. stretches his lips up into a smile. And I was like, ah, stolen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I mean, Joker was kind of like a Frankenstein of a bunch of other films and comics smushed. So, I mean, it was uh, multiple Martin Scorsese films, actually, uh, who did yeah. not win any awards as far as I'm aware. No, nor did he like Joker. So, <laughs> Right, or any, L- yeah. any of the Marvel films. You lose all round, Scorsese. Uh, the other film I watched- which was also, uh, I think Brad Pitt won Best Supporting Actor for uh, mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I rewatched that this week. What did you think of that? Uh, hmm. What did I think of it? I don't know what I thought of it, really. I haven't <laughs> settled on that yet. Fair. Uh, okay. It, uh, it is quite long. It's and long. I, I was like, oh, when it got to the kind of the point at the end. Yeah and, yeah, and I was confused. And I actually almost feel like I need to watch it again because I kind of, I guess, knowing the true story too well kind of screwed me over on this one because mm-hmm. it is not in any way. Thought it was, you thought it was a bad retelling. I was waiting for, you know, the thing that happened to happen and it doesn't. Mm. And then I was like, no. oh. And then the movie ended and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That, that, well, yeah, but it's so nice. I, I felt so nice when, when that happened instead of what actually happened. Oh, happened. absolutely. I was like, oh like I, just, to watch. I was just like, oh, like, it's so sweet that Tarantino would make that movie and just be like, you know what? This is what should have that. happened. They should have been <laughs> yeah. burned alive in a <laughs> yeah. fucking swimming pool. Some fucking great scenes in it, though. Oh, man, yeah. But uh, you know what I love is that- uh, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of films about the family, the Manson family, and yeah. most of them are very sympathetic to the women in the family. You know, yes. they're, they're brainwashed. It was you know not really their control. You know, he took advantage of them. Right. This is like, nah, they're a bunch of fucking evil cunts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Charlie Manson's die. in one scene, and, yeah. and then kind of not in the film. So. And it's the same actor who plays him in that one scene he's in in Mindhunter. 
Is it? I didn't even notice yes, that. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's funny. Well, yeah, uh, Brad Pitt won Best Supporting Actor for it. Uh, fair enough. He was good in it. Uh, and so was Leonardo DiCaprio, actually. I mean, actually, everybody was good in this. Uh, yeah, I really, I, really, I really liked this movie. I particularly enjoyed the stuff with, uh, with Leo's character shooting. <laughs> I thought he, like, playing an actor, acting is mm-hmm. like kind of so meta. But like, yeah, <laughs> it was done so well. Like everybody, especially community. playing like, an actor that f- thinks he's should be better at acting. Yeah, he's having. Yeah, he has a tanty in his trailer yeah. at himself. And then, yeah, that's a great scene. But then there's a there's a sequence where he like flubs a line, and then he's like, "Go back!" And then they have to reset, and it's all like they basically you're watching through the cameras. They're resetting and everything, and like everybody's dropping out of character, dropping back in. I was like, "Fuck, this is pretty good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. As an actor, Luke, well, I mean, you might I, be interested I, in this. I think, yeah, I think so too, Luke. And I think, I mean, this is this is Tarantino's ninth movie, I think. Like he is a he is an established veteran of filmmaking, and he is cast. Yeah. He is a he's uh, filled this movie with cast of veteran actors too. So I think people just show up, all, and I'm like, oh, you're they've in all paid this. their dues. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. And um, the the scene when they're at the farm. Um, a lot of those young girls are the daughters of famous actors. Fucking yeah, right. Johnny Depp's daughter's in there. Oh, right. Uh, Kevin Smith's daughter's in there. Yes, uh, I knew that. Ethan Hawke's daughter's in there. So it's just bring your daughter to work day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I liked it. I, say, I, I think I just messed myself up on it because I wasn't expecting it to go away, especially because they spent so much time on Sharon Tate and then- like, I don't know. She did. She wasn't even part of the climax, so to speak. She, I mean, yeah, at the I'd very, go, very end. I'd spend a lot of but- time on Sharon Tate. <laughs> no, you know what I mean, though. I guess, like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I said, that's on me. And I'm sure that's probably partly intentional is that, that you think something's going to happen. And then, by the way, yeah. not in this movie. It's, that's not what happens in this story. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Huh. Well, yeah. then. The only thing that I didn't like about it was that he's done this before, and I wish this was the first time he'd done it. Right. And I'm referring to Inglorious Bastards. Okay. Uh, that has the twist. What, what, what would you call it? It's, it's not revisionist history. It's just more speculative history ending, right? <laughs> sure. I haven't seen it. Um, you haven't seen Inglorious Bastards? No. Oh. I, I saw it when it first came out. But I cannot remember it. I think you might like it, Matt. And Luke, I think if you remembered it, you'd quite like it too. I always, I always snooze on Quentin Tarantino just because I'm like, I know I, I can't. I've you're the only one here who's met him. I've liked and not liked probably equal numbers of his films. So which ones don't you like? Uh, I don't like. Well, I didn't like Kill Bill, which was the main one because everybody it's, liked it and I didn't. So I was no, like, maybe I just don't. That's like my Tarantino. my least favorite of all of them is Kill Bill. Okay. I remember that one annoying me, the fact ah. that he split that up over two movies. Two movies with a lot of filler. It, no, agreed. agreed. Yeah, which it didn't need to be two movies. It could have been one. Oh, fucking. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood didn't need to be as long as it was either. Fucking hell. I, 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 oh. <laughs> I, I feel like there were, there were bits where I was like, oh, God, you could have, could, you could have cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to watch him driving to work. I, I know where he's going. He holds on things. Mind yeah, you, yeah, the uh, the you might find <laughs> the same about Inglorious Bastards. Then actually, because he holds on things very long, right? Yeah, each scene is almost a film. <laughs> I mean, look, I still i i i liked it. On, I like it on reflection. So maybe maybe he's right and I'm wrong. I know. I fucking love the scene where Leo's talking to that little girl. That was. I awesome. know that is so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's not what you're thinking, Luke. But just this- now that you go to drama school, you should watch this film, if only for that scene. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to watch stuff I like. Fair. <laughs> Look, speaking of Hollywood, um, mm, a Hollywood yeah. legend has passed away this week. Yes. Uh, which, which means two things. Number one, mm-hmm. it means that Kirk Douglas is eligible for Geek of the Week. <laughs> He's got and, his final uh, qualification. If you, if, yeah, <laughs> if you can call him a geek, I don't know. And um, and <laughs> also not. that I win the Deadpool because yeah. 
my money was on Kirk to be the next uh, Hollywood star to die, and he was. So what do you win? All right. So what game do you want? Uh, was that the deal? I couldn't remember what the deal yeah. was. Yeah. Going to have to give this a good think. Yeah. Going to have to Have a think really, about yeah, it. Yeah. What were the parameters? <laughs> there, there sort of weren't any. Especially okay, if you want good. a game, I get good. it for you. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, okay, good. <laughs> perfect. It's a pretty good prize. That's what I was hoping the parameters were. Yeah. But I just wanted to make sure we didn't say it had to be from good old games and it had to be under $5. <laughs> yeah. I should put something like that in place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of which, man, I, I played a I played a game from GOG this week called The First Tree, which First is um, tree. You know, I'm going to segue right now to just to really quickly tell you about this game. Mm. Um, beautifully done, but I'm going to I'm going to rather than describe it, I'm going to I'm going to tell you the words that it was described by the developer themselves. Right, mm-hmm. the first tree. It will put down roots in your heart. The first tree <laughs> is now available. Sometimes a game is not about winning or losing. It's about opening yourself to emotion that resonates and makes us human. So uh, okay. you, play, you play as a fox whose, uh, whose cubs have gone missing. And in the first one second of the game, you find the first one dead. Oh. Aww. And uh, you then just walk around in this kind of snowy wilderness. Um, and the narration is by somebody who was recalling a dream they had about this fox. <laughs> Go, okay. All right. It's trippy as fuck. And it literally gave me nightmares that my dog had wandered off and I was trying to find him. Aww. So I'm not necessarily recommending this game, <laughs> but, uh, but it was very interesting. Hmm. So well, It is out on Xbox, so... I might get it and give it a try. Yeah, give it a try. And let me know if you could play more of it than I could before I just turned it off with tears welling in my eyes. Oh, I don't know if I want to watch it, get it now. You might not. You might not. How did, is it on Xbox? How do you not already have it, Luke? That's my question to you. There, there are a lot of games that come out that I don't have because- Not a lot. I still need to. I have a huge back catalogue, and sometimes I some mm. slip through the cracks. Do you get achievements for finding a dead fox? Um, having a look at the achievements now. <laughs> well, that's spoilers. You get isn't it? Catching your first bunny. <laughs> catching your it? first bunny. Yep. Okay. Uh, collecting stars. Nope. Find a secret item. Find your name. Yeah, this. Yeah, achievements look pretty easy to get. I'll probably get it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, you can let us know next week. Yeah. So I've got two follow-up questions to, to this. Mm. Um, number one, Luke, does Kirk Douglas classify, classify, qualify mm. as Geek of the Week? I can't think of a reason not to give it to him. All right. Kirk Douglas, your Geek of the Week. I can think of one potential. Unless Matt is... Uh, Accusing him of suicide. No, no. I just don't know what Luke's position on uh, on on guns is. Because he was a he was a wasn't he a very vocal NRA uh, ambassador of sorts? I mean that uh, I don't know how Luke feels about that kind people of thing. Are allowed to, people are allowed to have their opinion. Okay. Fair enough. He wasn't going around shooting people. Wasn't he? He was in he's the he was in Columbine, right? Bowling for Columbine. No, not you're at Columbine. Thinking, he was not at no, Columbine. That would be that he'd whoa, be in more trouble whoa. for that. Okay, but, uh, whoa. Okay, we're going to get calls from the lawyers now. But no, you're thinking of uh, you're thinking of someone else. You're thinking of Am the I? guy from Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Is that the same guy? No, Charlton, Charlton Heston. Heston. No. You're absolutely yeah, you're right. Of Charlton you know what? I think I actually even said the other day that he was in <laughs> Planet of the Apes. That was not him. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely <laughs> quite right. I want to apologise now to Kirk Douglas and his family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well kirk douglas's wife is still alive she's the same age so i mean it, like fucking, fucking hell, all right counting down right yeah um michael well, douglas obviously alive. When people been together for so long that when one goes the other goes not long after yeah i think too i think too uh maybe michael douglas will go too but hopefully <sighs> not uh hopefully not Catherine zeta jones <laughs> i think she's still got some years in her like to keep her around. Does she? I haven't seen her in anything in a very long time. Mm. That's a good point. Same goes for Michael Douglas. The, mm. No, he was in something recently. Yeah, he's in Ant-Man. Was he? Yeah. Oh, he was too. 
I don't know, man. Every time I want to watch Michael Michael Douglas, I just go back and watch The Game oh, by David a, Fincher. Great movie. Fantastic and underrated movie. Mm. But the second question that I've got for you fellas uh, in relation to uh, Kirk Douglas's death is, would you like a game of Kirk or Kundun? <laughs> Ooh, yes, most definitely. Absolutely. Kirk so this is a game that we used to play every week at one point. But uh, you run out of much, quotes, just run quickly. out of quotes, yeah. Mm. Um, and it got a bit ridiculous after a while. But this is a this is a game called Kirk or Kundun, where I will read some quotes that are either from Kirk, in which case Kirk Douglas yep. this week, or um, the Kundun, the the great Dalai Lama, mm-hmm. and uh, the guys have to guess uh, who said what. The pretty good Dalai Lama. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you guys ready to go? Let's do it. Sure. Yeah. I, 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 okay, here we go. Uh, so the first quote, religion has caused much catastrophe in the world. Is that Kirk Douglas or the Dalai Lama? I am going to go the Dalai Lama. Hmm. I am also going to guess that it's the Dalai Lama. That one, uh, in fact, was Kirk Douglas. All right. So we're, we're zero for zero here. Okay. Well, that's good. All right. Let me, uh, let me give you another one then. Okay. okay? Yeah, a tie so far. Mm-hmm. Nil all. Why can't a woman be more like a dog? Sweet, <laughs> loving, and attentive. Is that Kirk Douglas or the Dalai Lama? It has to be Kirk Douglas. The Dalai Lama. <laughs> that, that one is Kirk Douglas. Uh, so, yeah. uh, Luke, you get a point there. Who yeah, knew? A point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. If I met a man who had never committed sin, I wouldn't talk to him. A man with flaws is more interesting. Mm. Kirk Douglas or the Dalai Lama? I'm going to let Matt go first this time. Uh, Dalai Lama. I'm thinking Dalai Lama as well. I'm afraid that one was Kirk Douglas. Really? Mm. Yeah. Okay. I basically just have to say Dalai Lama on all of them now. Statistically, one of them has got to be coming up. (laughs) All right, here we go. Sometimes an interviewer will look at me and say, you're bright. They're actually surprised that I might be bright. Is that Kirk Douglas or the Dalai Lama who said that? Kirk Douglas. (laughs) Dalai Lama. (laughs) That one's Kirk Douglas. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Okay, how about this one? Mm-hmm. Judge your success by what you had to give up in order to get it. Kirk Douglas or Dalai Lama? You know what? You're not going to get me again this time. It's Kirk Douglas. Dalai Lama. It is the Dalai Lama. Okay. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Luke, you're doing very going well here. You're doing very now. well. Okay, here's one. Mm. I was never a very good Jew. <laughs> Dalai Lama. Kirk Douglas. <laughs> Dalai uh, Lama. Kirk Douglas. Luke? Dalai Lama. <laughs> that one was Kirk Douglas. Yay. Although it, it, it could apply to both. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Man, that's your first, your first point on the board. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> no, no, yeah. No. Okay. No, just recapping. Yeah, yeah. Just recapping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how many points three? do I have? No, we don't need You're to talk about three, that. Luke. Yep. <laughs> no need to mention Luke's points. Okay. The goal is not to be better than other men, mm. but to be better than your former self. Ooh. Kirk Douglas or Dalai Lama? <sighs> I'm going Dalai Lama. Kirk Douglas. Luke, you've taken another one. Yes. <sighs> All right, here we go. One more, last one. I the defeat tie-breaker. my enemies. Tiebreaker. <laughs> it's four to one, but, you know. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker, sure. <laughs> Next point wins. I defeat my enemies by making them my friends. Kirk Douglas or Dalai Lama? Kirk Douglas. Dalai Lama. <laughs> it's the Dalai Lama. <laughs> he went five to one. Congratulations. Oh, see, I was thinking, nah, he probably doesn't have friends. He's too busy, you know, doing Dalai Lama That's, stuff. Which is making <laughs> friends. Is They're it? being nice to everyone. Is that what he does? I don't know what else he would do. Puts it on a form. Working to get his slaves back, from what I hear. I know he takes pot shots out at pigeons with a BB gun. I bet he doesn't want to go to China now. First time in his life. He's like, they're like, China's like, you want to come in? He's like, I'm good. Uh. <laughs> All right, 
I have to go pee. All right. I'll be back. I'll let okay. you know if it burns. Please Ooh. do. I wonder if it's a, how long is it going to take him to pee? Are you thinking? Uh, well, he's got to. What he, are you thinking? He's got to be a little careful about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would assume so. Either that, or it's all just going to come oh, gushing out like a waterfall. That's a good point. Well, that that yeah, that I got questions now. So. Yeah, me too. I hear uh, I hear the bushfires are out though, so that's good. Yeah, uh, but I hear they're only out because um, it's flooded there now. <laughs> yeah. So one natural disaster uh, paves the way to, for a slightly less devastating natural disaster. Yes. Yeah, water doesn't burn so well, uh, apparently. Mm. <laughs> Luke will be the judge of that. <laughs> While Luke's gone, uh, mm. l- let me tell you about a book I read this week. Sure. Okay, so um, I was telling Luke on uh, the podcast a couple of weeks ago that I was uh, going back and reading some Neil Stevenson books. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you ever did read Snow Crash? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was one of my favourite books when I was about 20. I read it again, really loved it, and mm-hmm. decided, fuck it, I'm going to go back and read all his back catalogues, oh, starting wow. with the first book that he ever some read. Thick right? books coming up. <laughs> yeah, man. I know. Some, some real heavy paperweights. Yeah. I'm going to read a small book soon. Ooh. Is that a threat? <laughs> Bragging. <laughs> so, um, so I, so I, I got a hold of the Big U, uh, which is a, a book that actually that, that Stevenson wrote while he was at university. Okay. Um, published. It went out of print, and then years later, when he became famous for Snow Crash, uh, the publisher re-released it, and he begged them not to because he was like, "Dude, I wrote that when I was a fucking kid." Yeah, right. Um, I, like, I, I've changed I, a lot now. And- yeah, yeah, it's not very good, is what he said. But I wanted yep. to see, you know, I wanted to see for myself. And I started reading, and uh, it was, uh, I mean, the <laughs> you first see page. see why he was asking not to Look, it, it. Was, it was unsubtle. The prose was flat. Hmm. Uh, it was void of uh, symbolism or metaphor. And I was really worried until I got to the bottom of the first page and realized that he opened with a quote and that the first page was actually written by Adolf Hitler. Who I can now say, oh God, not a very good writer. <laughs> the Big U, on the other hand, is an amazing book, which uh, is a defining early work by somebody who is just honing their craft, and it contains a lot of the big themes that will later appear in his more successful books. So, right. I do suggest uh, anyone who's interested read The Big U. Uh, just realize the first page, Adolf Hitler. It's, it's an excerpt from Mind Camp or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's a that's a. You were going to read something short, Luke. Maybe maybe that might interest you. No, <laughs> Mind Camp. <I>, yeah. <laughs> My struggle. That's a bit too heavy for me. I'm actually looking. I've been invited to go on another podcast next month. Oh. Are you breaking up with us? Well, hold on. You better no, ask no, Matt and I no. how I feel about this. Oh, I mean, this yeah. is like the time Jason Newstead told Metallica he wanted to start a side band. <laughs> yeah. no. And we all know how that fucking worked out. I'm going on as a guest and they're actually mm. they're doing a review mm. of the um, Blade Runner movies. Yes. And I okay. decided I'm going to go back and re- reread oh. to Android Dream yeah. of Electric Sheep because I love that book. Lovely book. Yeah. yeah. Lovely book. It's good stuff. I'm reading. Um, uh, I've completely forgotten the name of it, but it's the uh, the behind the scenes book uh, about Blade Runner, the making of the film. Currently, oh, uh, is it called the making of Blade Runner? Uh, no, it's got like a more fancy name, which I will look. Blade up. Running is it called Blade Running? <laughs> Blade Ran, it's called. <laughs> no, it's uh, Blade brackets Ridley Scott <laughs> close brackets Ran. It's called Future Noir. Oh, the making of Blade Runner, and it's uh, the author was actually involved during the production and everything, so it's quite oh, that's detailed cool. and uh, it's got a lot, of, a lot of insight. So, chapter one: the crew hated him. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> chapter one is about uh, before that when they were trying to. Uh, actually, there's actually a chapter about uh, Philip K. Dick. To be honest, like, oh, okay, first. Uh, so it gets gets right back there to the beginning. You know, I always love. Uh, it's usually Matt who talks about the Gilmore Girls on this podcast, but there's a joke <laughs> in the Gilmore Girls that I really love. Um, what is the name of the guy in the hat who owns the diner? Luke. 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 Okay, so Luke 
is playing golf with Richard. It's Richard, right? The mother of Lorelai? The father. Sure. The but father. Yes. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The father. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and they're trying to bond over things. And he's like, well, do you like literature? And Luke says, uh, yeah, I like science fiction books. Uh, I like that guy, uh, what's his name, Dick. And Richard says, well, I'll just Google Dick and see what comes up then. <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah, I'd like to read that, Matt. You should. I have that and I have a Rodger Howard's biography too. Oh, wow. Queued up. Did he finish it? Uh, yes, I think it came out before his death. So Good. Good. Yes. All right. Yeah, Neil Stevenson, man. I'd like to go back. Uh, he's got mm. a lot of books. One book I've I'm, I mentioned this before. I've never been able to get all the way through Neuromancer, which is not Neil Stevenson, but it is kind of uh, on topic. Yeah. Uh, Goldman. Yeah. yeah. Um, Goldman? Gibson. No, uh, William Gibson. Gibson. William Gibson. Yeah. William Goldman's the uh, Princess Bride guy. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah William I don't Gibson. Know. Neuromancer's you know, just- Matt, mm. I think- I think I'm the same as you. I think I've started it like three times and never, never got into it. It's just written in a- Okay, I'm going to try that again. Yeah. Yeah, I should give it another shot. If you don't like it, just don't bother. Well, here's the thing. I, 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 the, the problem with reading classics like that is that because they were so pioneering in what they did, they've been emulated so many times now to the point where reading it Feels like it's really derivative. Yes. Even though it's not. Mm-hmm. Totally. Especially cyberpunk from the 80s, because you're like, <laughs> yeah. man, you have no idea what fucking happened yeah. with computers <laughs> and the internet. And then you're like, oh, it's a cliche. Well, it wasn't when they did it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When, they, when that got written, it was like brand spanking new and everyone pinched it. <laughs> Bastards. You mean stole it or I'd just give it a little pinch it. on the bum? Just give it a little pinch. Yeah, yeah. I'd give William Gold oh, William. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd give William Goldman a bit of a pinch <laughs> on the bum too. I guess. Yeah. Why not? If you're William Goldman or William Gibson and you want a pinch on the bum, write in podcast at nerdgasm dot com or uh, shout us out on Facebook, um, Facebook forward slash multiple nerdgasm or uh, Instagram. Twitter. Are we on Twitter still? Yeah, Mnergasm oh, on Twitter. Oh, Instagram? I mean, we have- Mnergasm. We're really horrible at social media, so- We have everything. We just forget to do the posting part. Yeah, mm. I just- mm. Well, I'm bad at it. It's not, it's not just that it's the podcast. I just am bad at social media in general, so mm. I never yeah. post anything. There's nothing social about it. So- I mean, I, I listeners to this podcast will remember that about a year ago, I, um, I re-signed up to Twitter just to follow Mark Hamill. And he was the only person I followed, um, but but now he's off Twitter. So is he? I'm off again. As of when? Yeah, he's off. Huh. Uh, as of a couple of weeks ago, he uh, yeah, right. he got jack of it and disabled. Fair him, enough. So. Yeah, he finally realised that the people on the internet are not very nice. Oh, they, and well, they can be some nice people on there. It's just that there's also a lot of idiots. A lot of him. He's back. Oh, is he? <laughs> he's back. Oh, yeah, well, that lasted long. All right. Yeah. I just had a look. Yeah. And the last thing he posted was like 15 hours ago. So, yeah, he's back on. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, there you go. It looks like I'm back on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just joking. Twitter's garbage. Yeah. Well, see, Twitter, you have to just have to wade through the filth, Dan. It's just mm. Mm. much like life. Just quickly, I watched uh, not all of, but uh, probably half of, I think, about at this half of. The uh, the new Apple TV Plus show from uh, Rob McElhenney and Charlie Day of uh, oh okay of always it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, their new show, which is called Mythic Quest: Raven's Banquet. Uh, mm-hmm. Luke, mm-hmm. I think you okay. would like this show quite a bit. Uh, it is about yeah, I just have to watch out how to watch it then. Yeah, that might be a pain. Um, See if you qualify for an awards screener. <laughs> Was this up for awards? It might have been. Um, mm. In Italy. Yes. Wink. Ah, yes. Wink, wink. Yeah. A Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet uh, is about a game development company. It stars Rob McElhinney himself. That's Mac from Always Sunny, if you don't know who he is. 
Uh, he's a he's the creative director of a game called Mythic Quest, and uh, it's about his game development company, and it's good. I uh, it's see it feels like a season one, and they're just not quite sure what kind of jokes they're going to put in yet. If you know what I mean? Which <laughs> I. Ha- Yep, I can understand. And it's sort of hard when you release an entire season in one go to actually <laughs> try and work out how to do that now. <laughs> sure. Because normally if you're doing episodes week to week, while you've got like a film and film, you're still filming the later ones, so you can actually change direction. Yeah. But now it's all or nothing. And I also, I wonder if um, I was expecting it to be more, not more likes It's Always Sunny, but just to have that kind of tone. Uh, and you were expecting the N word to be dropped in the first. <laughs> no, episode, well, you? no. There's, I mean, as an example, there's an episode where because Mythic Quest is a massively multiplayer online role playing game, so they kind of a lot of the episodes revolve around video game related stuff, obviously. And in one of the episodes, um, they discover that it's the number one game amongst white supremacists, and so they've got all these Nazis yeah. in the game. <laughs> and I was, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> this is going to be yeah, some great. fucking. You know, it's always sunny style. Like they're going to walk the line here, and they really just didn't, in in my opinion. Uh, they it, and right. I wondered if it was because Apple were like, mm, no. Um, <laughs> mm. So I mean, it's still funny. It's just lighter than it's always sunny. If you know what I mean. Like, mm. does that make sense? Sure. And then some. And then sometimes there's the odd joke that I was like, okay, okay, there we go. And then. About halfway through the season, there's an episode that is completely different in tone. And it's actually my favorite of them so far. But it was just, it, it's actually not even about this, the, the same characters. There's like an episode in the middle about a couple who meet at a game store and start a game development company and make a game. And just, uh, it's about how, it's like about how, I guess, relationships and businesses and the video game industry tears people apart. And it was very like, not even, like, it's just completely different in tone. Like, it was funny, but it was more like an episode of Black Mirror than it was yeah, right. the show that right. I had been watching <laughs> for the previous four episodes. <laughs> uh, sure. And it stars uh, Jake Johnson, who's, you know, Nick Miller from, um, yeah. from New Girl. He's, he's the, and then the girl f- who's Ted's wife in How I Met Your Mother. Uh, oh, okay. They play the couple, and uh, and honestly, it's that episode is so good, and but also depressing, and and, and sure, uh, and then yeah, and then it's back to goofy hijinks at the at the game development company. But so, so is the regular cast in that episode, or is it a total segue? Total segue uh, until like yeah, right, right at the end, where there's just like you know Rob McElhenney's character shows up because yeah, it's set yeah. in the past. Like sure. the, the show is set in the present day, and then this one goes back to like the the eighties, and then runs wow. up until the present day. So it's relevant. Did you ever watch? Because it's still about games, but it's just not directly related. It's just it was interesting. Did either of you watch Master of None? Yes. No. It does that. You should watch that, Matt. It, yeah, it's, that's it's a quite good. Sorry, right? It, it, yeah. it is. Yeah. I'm, so in order to watch it, you have to not care. That it occasionally tries to be too clever. Okay. Right? You just have to kind of not care uh, because it is clever. And, and they have several episodes that are just tangential that right. just have nothing to do with the main, the main story. Um, like there's one episode that's about their parents when they were young. Right. And it's really cool. You know what I mean? So, sure. And then there'll be a whole episode about a peripheral character that you know nothing about. And uh, it's handled quite well. Okay. So put that on your list. I will. And I'll put, uh, I'll put this on my list. Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet. I would say even if you don't, if you watch like the first couple of episodes, it's not for you. Skip to the one that I just mentioned because it really is. All right. It's, it's really it's good. Totally different in tone. Yeah. And it's <laughs> great. I, I mean, very different to the rest of it. So, yeah. The, right. the, I'll look into that because sh- I also want to look into Avenue 5. Avenue 5. Mm. What's that? It's a new uh, Hugh Laurie Show. Oh, okay. He's oh, good. this is sci-fi, right? Yeah, it's about him being the captain of some like starliner thing. What? And- <laughs> is it serious or is it a comedy? I think it's a comedy. Right. But, yeah, I-, I want to see it. Does he get to do his real accent? I think so. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. So it's going to be quite a shock to a lot of people when he's going back to his 
Yeah, relax it after House. Doctor House, yeah. It's on Hulu, and uh, I guess I'll be watching this. There you go. Mm. Yeah, we don't have Hulu in Australia yet. Got to wait till October or something. Uh, I started watching a TV show this week, or more to the point, I started watching the second season uh, because when you, Matt, were talking about uh, Mr. Nancy from mm. uh, American Gods, I, I realised that I never watched past the first season. Right. And uh, this is one of my favourite books, but I, I was, I, I liked the first series just okay. And uh, I watched the first couple of episodes of the second series and I just don't really like it. <laughs> sure. I just don't think it's very good. Mm. And it's a don't- bit, it's a bit TV, you know? I like TV shows are getting very cinematic now, and this one is a bit TV. You know the best way to show people that you don't like it. And stop this watching. Is for all the internet, <laughs> said, yeah. Just stop watching. You don't yeah. have to go online and tell you'll people be, to kill themselves. You'll be well. well okay, look, <laughs> I don't preempting think he was me. Suggesting he was going to do that. <laughs> That's so. not no, where I'm, I was going. I, I know you were. I'm just giving some friendly advice. To <laughs> yeah, you, sure. So I didn't think this show was very good, and I just want to put a personal message out there to the creators, the the showrunner of American Gods. Yeah. Uh, Go kill yourself. I don't want to do that because, actually, I love Neil Gaiman, and I hope he keeps writing books. Absolutely. And, actually, I hope people keep adapting them into films and TV shows because a lot of them are very good. Well, a lot of them Mr. Gaiman, maybe just cut a few fingers off as penance. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, whip yourself a little bit uh, and go start writing me a new novel, please. Well, I can. You, would it, it's not really his fault if the television show is not. No, good. exactly, exactly. So you know, I mean, he did fire the showrunner for season one. Uh, so. I mean, he certainly took a lot of cash for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure. It's but they're fault. doing they're doing Sandman next, which yes. uh, I love. Sandman, yeah, I, I, terrifying. I I didn't love Sandman as much as I loved American Gods. American Gods is like the bomb. Mm. But uh, Sandman is also very good, and those graphic novels were a big part of my adolescence, so I really hope they don't fuck that up. I can't, I can't see how they're going to turn it into a TV show, and I, I just can't see how it's going to be any good. I don't understand I how, you can make, how you can film it. Um, I mean, yeah. prove me wrong, yeah. please, but I just don't see how this mm. is going to be any good. Yeah. I mean, go, Goshef? Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, about five years ago, said that he wanted to do it and he was trying to get the rights. And I was like, okay, he's usually got pretty good taste. And then mm. he said that he also wanted to play the Sandman. And I was like, well, you're losing me. You're losing me now, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It's just the things that I like about it aren't I – just don't, I just don't see how you can make it into a TV show. I just don't. I mean, please prove me wrong. But I don't see how Sandman could be – could work in that format. It just doesn't. Yeah, re-release the books without it being making pretty. Without it being like a bit TV, you know, like Good Omens, right? Yeah. Did you watch Good Omens? No, I I tried. I was worried it was going to be a bit TV. Um, if Sandman, uh, see, I quite liked Good Omens because Good Omens is all right because it's you know it's Terry Pratchett as well, so it's like yeah, sure. it, it doesn't matter that it's a bit campy or whatever in the show. Okay. But if Sandman. I don't think it's going to work that way. I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, I'm happy to be proven wrong on it, but I just I don't see how it's just going to be good. Well, look, good. maybe it's me. I mean, because I find, and you said it, you said it well. I find American Gods the the series a bit campy. Sure, you know, and it's like hokey effects and all of that stuff is right. like part of the charm of it. Yeah, but that's not how I read the book. I read the book real fucking seriously. <laughs> yes. So maybe it's me. Maybe maybe I'm just approaching this with the wrong frame of mind, but mm. uh, yeah. And, I mean, the the American Gods TV show takes a lot of liberties with the story, I guess. To I don't mind that as much. Actually, I th- I thought the additions were perfectly good additions yeah. because I mean, if you made if you made that book a series, it would literally just be one character on screen right. most of the time, sometimes two. Yeah, I think that's that's the. The point. Well, that's why that's the argument they had with about Mr. Nancy and uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, uh, Orlando Jones, I think is his name. And he, them saying, people were saying, well, yeah, Mr. Nancy is not in those chapters of the book, but he wasn't in a bunch of the other chapters that they already made into episodes. Yeah, that's as well. right. They inflated so, a lot of characters' roles in this to uh, make it more of an ensemble. Yeah, but then that whole thing was a little weird, and I'm, I'm sure there's yeah. more 
going on behind the scenes there than we know about. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it normally is. Yes. Uh, we've got some listener submitted news this week, uh, and I don't want to blow your minds, but uh, mm. this has been sent in by Cognac Legion. Uh, oh, and it, okay. And I didn't include it at the start of the show when we were talking about dick news because it's not dick yeah, news. Yeah, I was about to say, there's wait, it's not dick news? No. No, she's mixing it up. <laughs> oh, wow. But it is genital news, though, right? Uh, I is mean, it vagina news? Well, this, I mean, this guy has genitals, I assume. I, I mean, you can't assume, I suppose. It's a gentleman from Berlin, uh, mm. an artist from Berlin. And I mean, yeah. Simon Weckett, I mean, I gotta assume he's got, he's probably got a dick. Uh, but he's also <laughs> got a little red cart full of cell phones. And uh, he, I guess, is an art project, um, filled a little, you know, little red wagon with, uh, with cell phones, opened Google Maps, and then caused a traffic jam on Google Maps <laughs> just with his cart. Now, I actually think, uh, I think Luke. You guys reported on this on on your other podcast, didn't you? Yes, we did. Did you? Yeah. Fill me in. It's just a little hack that he came across, which is probably, it's always been there, and it's something that could be abused, and hopefully now the word's not out there, people don't start to abuse it. So if you- Because it could actually be used to actually try and divert traffic to, say, your business. Oh, use it for evil. <laughs> or just to, if you don't want cars coming down your street, just- Pop a bunch of, yeah. just buy a hundred cell phones. Constantly have a lot of iPhones. Or just keep yeah. them in your house. Actually, because it's not actually just. It takes in a lot of information. So the way Google Maps works is it does track your phone data, like where you're moving, how fast you're moving. Yeah. Also looks at if you've got the Google Maps open and you're checking. Mm. That's why they had the maps open. Right. On the phones, just to try and make it read a bit more and show that people are trying to look for maybe an alternate route. That's why they had their app open. But yeah, it's a bit crazy that. This is so possible for one person. But how many people can afford a hundred phones? I actually didn't realise that's how these maps worked, and maybe that's naive. Oh, but, how did you uh, think they worked? I don't know. Now right. that I come to think about it, no, that's I knew, I knew that because Google bought uh, Waze, which is a company that yeah. basically they use that over here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everyone. Well, I think people stopped using it because Google bought it and just integrated it into Google Maps. So you might as well just right. use Google Maps. Although Waze has a neat feature where you can add a gas station or something uh, on on ah, okay. on your way. But uh, uh, yeah, we used Waze like heavily when we were doing our road trip. Um, but yeah, it's just other people around you who are using it. It collects all the data and then tells you what's going on based on what mm. everyone else is doing. And yeah, I gotta nice. say. Yes, that makes the most sense. I often, in the morning, before I go to work, I'll, I'll go out, I'll get in the car, start the car, and then while I'm, you know, waiting for the car to warm up, I'll check, uh, it used to be Waze, but now I just check Google Maps and just say, because there's, there's two ways I can go to work. There's the highway and then there's this kind of like the back nicer, the nicer country way. And I prefer the country right. way, but it does take a little bit longer depending on the traffic. So I just check which one's- if it's significantly quicker on the highway, I'll just get the highway. So that's, yeah, and it's all just based on what everyone else is doing, I guess. This does look like, I, I was about to say this looks like the f- phones have been photoshopped because they all have exactly the same thing on them, but I realize I'm an idiot. Of course they do. Yeah. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're, all in the same they're in literally spot. the same location. <laughs> so, uh, hmm. Yeah, but yeah, no, it is really interesting. But just how easy it is that one person can actually maybe change the way people had to go home that day. Is this art? <laughs> I don't think it's art, but... He's an artist. I don't get art. If an artist does it, does it make it art? I don't think so. Okay. But I could be... I'm probably wrong. <laughs> hmm. What do I know? Not art, that's for sure. I mean, the way that he describes it makes it sound like art. Through this activity, it's possible to turn a green street red, which has an impact on the physical world. By navigating cars on another route to avoid being stuck in traffic. I mean, that does sound like art when he says it that way. I mean, it sounds like art. Had, yeah, I mean, but- yeah, I mean, it certainly makes him sound like an artist to fucking wank on like that. <laughs> to describe it that yeah. way. Yeah. I mean, and this wagon is but- a bit arty. Little red wagon. Maybe if he'd used that to draw a big red dick. dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I think also needs to happen. 
I mean, and then this would have fit much more into Cognac Legion's jam. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, that bridge. Play the Dick News jingle. <laughs> Penis long prick the second soul about Dick, it's Dick News. I mean, that bridge. I mean, if you look, if you squint, I mean, uh, it's a very thin dick. Oh, you know what? The red, the red bridge there, that's probably what your urethra looked like, Luke. After your procedure, oh, oh yeah, yeah, probably was like that. I just, I oh. didn't look. It oh. felt like. I mean, that hopefully it peed. wasn't green beforehand, but you never know. Oh, uh, yeah, green to red is not is not what you. But you don't want to go from red to green either. No, uh, no. Uh, when it comes to dicks, no, all yeah, try the time. I know. As as amusing as it might sound, Luke, don't don't let it go green. No, I like green though. And if it goes red, also seek medical advice. Well, that was in the, the fact sheet they sent me home with. If I pee and my pee is bright red, go straight back to hospital. I, like- I think if you pee and your pee is bright red, it means it's blood, <laughs> do you, right? Do yeah. they need to tell yeah. you that? There's no way I wouldn't go to the hospital well, if I was pissing blood. I guess they have to because they yeah. put it on the, that, the thing. So that means that people have gone home, peed blood and gone, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, that's probably normal. <laughs> I've never peed. I've never peed blood before, but I've also never had a camera oh. shoved up my dick before. Yeah, so they're probably like, knows? you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe everyone's as red. Maybe, yeah. yeah maybe they fixed my dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.